And we are back with another episode of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mary. What up, everybody? And we are back on our trip here along the office. (laughs) Right now, we're at the end of Season 5, and this week we are offering up Episodes 25 and 26, Broke and Casual Friday. Yes. But before we jump into this week's episode, Mayor Bear, why don't you let everybody know what we covered last week? Sure. So last week we covered episodes 23, Michael Scott Paper Company, and 24, Heavy Competition. So Michael Scott Paper Company is the official official opening of Michael Scott Paper Company. Um, They got their office space. It's Ryan, Pam, and Michael. Um, They're kicking off their new business. They have a pancake luncheon. Um, Yeah, I mean... Some, they get their first sale. Yeah. Yeah, that's the long stuff. and short of it. Yeah, they finally feel like they've... Uh, They're on their way. Yeah. Upward and onward. Exactly. Um, and then in heavy competition, Dwight is giving Michael some tips about uh, clients that want to change their paper supplier. And then all of the leads dry up because Interstellar... I mean, Charles Minor. <laughs> Charles Minor. Charles Minor... Like, he kind of gives Dwight the recognition that Michael never did, and... Dwight becomes loyal to him. Yeah. And uh, so he sells out Michael. He does. Um, And then Michael meets again with him. He makes Dwight show that he's not wearing a wire. We (laughs) see his green, whitey... Green green tighties. tighties. Tighty greenies. Yeah. Um, Then Dwight uh, sets them up, and he sabotages the office and steals Michael's Rolodex, uh, then they battle over the whale, the biggest <laughs> client there is, and Dwight falls for it and uses the Rolodex card where basically Michael writes everything down that you shouldn't talk about <laughs> with this individual. How's your gay son, Tom? The sophomore? <laughs> the homosexual sophomore. Yes. Um, and basically Michael Scott comes out on top. Mm-hmm. He steals another client. Yeah. And that brings us to this week. Season 5, episode 25, Broke. Mm-hmm. So I'll start off here. And it's a cold open where we see Michael with a big van. Mm-hmm. It's like a 14-passenger Yeah, it's van. not it's not a child molester van. It has windows. No, yeah. <laughs> but um, he just puts a piece of paper on the side that says, Michael Scott Paper Company. <sighs> and he's picking up Ryan and Pam at 4.30 in the morning. Yes. And he says he's a 44-year-old man with a paper route. <laughs> because they are delivering paper to all the customers who ordered. Mm-hmm. So he's honking the horn, time to make the donuts, you know. Yep. Typical, like, asshole guy early in the morning things. Yep. And so Pam does a talking head where she said they got the van from a used car lot. It's an old Korean church van. <laughs> and, you know, they're driving and Ma- Pam asks Michael for coffee. Mm-hmm. And she goes, milk and sugar? And she uh-huh. hands it to her. And it's just milk and sugar. Yep, it, but did you notice that it was in a sheets carafe? Yes, it was. Sheets mug? A sheets mug, travel mug. Yes, but can we also say that when he picks up Pam, number one, he's honking the horn at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> There's a light that goes on in their neighbor's uh, bedroom. Pam comes out and Halpert is there and is... Is uh, scrubs? <laughs> like, is they that, like pajama were they pants? Like boxer briefs? Or well, no, like, was not, like boxers or were they pants? They were pants. They were like blue. They looked like oh, okay. scrubs. But, um... 
He's like, your donuts make me go nuts. Boner control. <laughs> Boner control was good. But when we, when Scott and I, my husband and I went for our engagement photos, the photographer was like, all right, now say something to each other to make yourselves laugh. And she goes, me and my husband, uh, when we did this, I whispered, your donuts make me go nuts. <laughs> And has like And he yelled Boner Patrol. Boner Patrol. <laughs> Christ. Sorry. I just wanted to touch on those no, no, two no, little pieces. As they're delivering paper, Ryan and Pam are hauling like oh, box boxes. cases of paper into a parking lot. Yes. And a Korean woman tries to get into the van and Pam's like, No, it's not for the church anymore. A paper company yeah. has it. And that's a cold open. So, we open up the show proper in the office, and Charles is pissed because Jim lost another client to Michael mm-hmm. Scott Paper Company. That's ten. That's ten this month! And Stanley said that they're undercutting our prices, damn it! Mm-hmm. And Idris Elba, excuse me, Charles Minor, is all pissed <laughs> off. So he does a talking head, and Dwight is in the office with him like he used to be for Michael. Yes! Like, hanging back in the, like, the Iago to Jafar. Uh-huh. And he's just hanging back there. And Angela walks in and thanks Charles for a memo. And Dwight just leans in and says, Been there. Done that. Like, that's it. Yep, that's all he said. And, of course, Charles, it's starting... You can tell, like, he's just like, what the fuck am I doing Yeah, it's slowly starting to, like, dawn on him with Dwight. So, Michael Scott Paper Company, they're all in there. They're yawning. They're tired. And Ryan and Pam want to hire a delivery guy. Mm -hmm. So, Mike's like, okay, we'll look into it. Now, David Wallace arrives... And Charles runs out and immediately kisses his ass. Oh, like, my God. egregiously. He's smiling. We haven't seen him smile. Mm-mm. At least uh, maybe when they played soccer, that's it. Yeah. But he is out there. He is kissing David Wallace's ass. He's like, I love working here. These are salt of the earth people or yeah. whatever. Because he's been staying at the Scranton Radisson yeah. for a month, which is a real hotel. <laughs> and Jim does a talking head where he just goes, <laughs> you know, ass kissing noises. And Wallace tells everyone they think this is a simple setback and invites Jim and Dwight into the conference room for a meeting with him and Charles. Mm-hmm. But Charles is, or he only invites Jim. Charles is like, no, I want Dwight. Dwight's been, he's shown he's initiative. He's been my guy. Jim is very disappointing. Yeah. I'm like saying this all out loud and everything. So then Wallace is like, well, that's very surprising. <laughs> so they take Jim and Dwight into the conference room. Now, Michael, Ryan, and Pam are with an accountant. And they're going over the numbers for the Michael Scott Paper Company. And the guy's like, you can't afford a delivery guy. Your prices are too low. And, you know, it turns out Ryan used the wrong pricing model for everything. And it turns out they're going to make less money the more they grow. Because (laughs) their prices are so low. So Michael asked the guy to crunch the numbers again. The guy's like, it's it's a computer program. He goes, crunch the numbers. And he just, he hits a button. He goes, crunch. Crunch. They're the same. (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. And as now they're driving back in the van, and they're at a stoplight, and another Korean woman just opens up the door and yeah. gets in and sits in the back like they're going to church. Oh my! And at this point, Pam's like just dead to it. She's just like, yeah, she's like, whatever. I don't uh, she doesn't even say a word. So we see Michael back at the office. He's calling a client and asking for more money, <laughs> even though they already accepted the check. Yep. And Pam does a talking head where she said. You know, it's like putting a child behind the wheel of a vehicle. You really can't blame them. It's more or less the fault of the 30-year-old woman who said, Here, kid. Sit I in trust the- you. Yeah, go drive. I trust you. <laughs> Which is very true. Oh, yeah, especially with Michael. And yeah. so the conference room, <laughs> they're like going over ideas for how to combat the Michael Scott effect, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> and D- D- Dwight has this idea where he'll talk to his apiary. Well, and, Jim came up with a really a huge. What was like, his idea again? He was it was like, very will like corporate allow like a uh, 
certain time frame, like a temporary reduction in price. Yeah. And mine are just like, no, Jim, that's so stupid. Yeah, it's like, they you never fucking idiot. What's that. wrong with you, dumbass? They never go for <laughs> it's that. so hateful. God, how could you? And then Dwight broaches an idea <laughs> about putting bees into Michael's office. <laughs> and, like, that's when Miner, like, like dawns on him. He's, like, looking at him. He's like, mm-hmm. what? And so, uh, Charles... Well, I think he says, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, he's starting to get the real Dwight. So, Jim... You know, they call a break, five minutes. Jim goes and meets Pam, and she tells him that they have maybe a month left. They're going to go under. They're broke. Yeah. Um, she goes back into the Michael Scott Paper Company headquarters, if you will, <laughs> and they're all telling sad stories. Like, Mike is laying there saying this is the worst day of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, he thought it would be when Steve Martin died, but this is it. Yep. Pam says she couldn't get a job at Old Navy or Target. Or like, Walmart. They wouldn't even give her, like, call her back. <laughs> Because she needed extra money for the wedding. Yep. And then Ryan says, I didn't go to Thailand. I went to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> but they had a really good place to pad thai. Pad thai. Yeah, and Michael acts like he knows what pad thai is. So, back up to the concerts room. Dwight is back on the bees again. Mm-hmm. Talking about like putting them on wet wipes or something. Well, no. the Stealing the queen bee. Oh, Getting right. her pheromones. <laughs> yeah. It's a labyrinth thing. wet wipe. In Michael's bathroom. All over. Yeah. And Wallace says we have to meet with Mike and give him an offer, basically. Mm-hmm. They're going to buy out the Michael Scott Paper Company. It's going to be the cheapest option. <laughs> so he asks Jim to go talk to them. And Dwight was like, well, I, I know Mike. I'm really close. And Charles even is like, no, no, we should let Jim do it. Yeah. Charles is starting to realize Dwight's a little off base. So Jim goes down there, and he tells him that Wallace wants to buy them out. And Mike is like, no, we're not worth anything, Jim. We're broke. He's like trying to like... And Jim's like, nope, nope. I don't know about your successful company. Yeah, very successful company. (laughs) And he's just like, I'll go tell them you're interested. So they walk up there. Ryan and Pam are trying to make Michael... Because anything we've learned about Michael is that when there's something he shouldn't say, he's going to say it. Like he can't hold a secret. At all. You know, like when he goes to Jim, he's like, Pam's looking hot today. Or something like when that whole thing was going on. And um, so they're trying to tell Michael not to, like, say anything stupid. So they mm. enter the office, and uh, as they're walking in, uh, Charles Minor and David Wallace walk out, and they look at each other. This is a famous gif. I've never saw this episode. I love this. But I've seen this gif where Michael tries to be all, like, epic. Yes. Like, it's like a, a show, like a showdown in a cowboy movie. He goes, and how the turn. He goes, well, 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 how the turntables. That's all he's got. And everybody just stares at each other. <laughs> so ridiculous. So they go into the meeting, and Wallace offers $12,000 to the Michael Scott Paper Company to buy them out. And Michael says no. So Wallace starts playing hardball. He says he knows that they can't keep it up. Like, they're, yeah. they're, th- these price margins don't make any sense. And Mike says that, you know, I don't have to wait out Dunder Mifflin. I just have to wait you out because you have a meeting with shareholders and you're going to have to explain to them that their most profitable profitable branch is bleeding money. And Wallace is just like, oh, you... Fuck, you got me. Accursed Montebank, you got me. You know, he's all... <laughs> Michael's over. actually using his brain. Yes. So he changes his offer to 60000 Yeah. And Michael says, can we talk privately? <laughs> so Charles and... Uh, uh, I keep calling him Andy Wallace. It's... David, David Wallace. I hate Andy. David Hard Eyes Wallace. Hard Eyes. I love David Wallace. You mean Heart Eyes. Heart Eyes. Oh, I thought you said Hard Eyes. I was like, Hard Eyes? No. He's, <laughs> what? He's not hard on the eyes. <laughs> okay. So they're um, they're ecstatic. Like Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Michael, Michael Scott. Pam and Ryan. Michael Scott. Jesus Pam. Christ. I'm all over the place like a wet shit today. <laughs> so they're, they're like ecstatic about it. Um, 
So now we see Dwight out in the office at his desk, and he gets a call from Jerry, who I believe is the guy Michael called for more money. The I think so, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. the uh, client. So he tells Dwight, like, you know, they're asking for more money. I mm-hmm. might be coming back to you or whatever. And Dwight freaks out and goes to Charles because, hey, they're asking for money, more money. That means they're losing money. They're going to go yep. broke. And... Jim follows him in there, and he, like... Intercepts him. Yeah, he start, He gets Dwight off task, I guess you will. Yeah. Because he's like, go, you crack the case. And, of course, Dwight takes offense to anything like that. No, you solve a case. Cracking a case is derogatory, Jim. <laughs> That's like telling somebody... Like, That's I'm, like calling an officer a cop. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm an, I'm an officer. Yes. They get all butthurt about that. Very bent out of shape, dude, yes, if you ever know. Yes, they noticed. do. Cop, cop, cop. So <laughs> Charles gets like frustrated because Jim keeps taking him off task because yeah. he tells Dwight, like, what are your th- five best cases you've ever solved? And what's the. Well, well he's like, I'm going to. But Dwight go- says, he's like, I'm going to answer Charles first. And he goes, why? Because you've never cra- or never solved any cases. And he goes, the beat bandit. <laughs> yeah, he goes about how Moe's didn't wear shoes. He wore and- socks, therefore no feet prints. Yeah, he's like stole beats, I guess. So, but like at this point, Charles. He just sa- looks at them and goes, you two are morons. Well, he's, he says, you embarrassed me. Yeah. Like, Dwight embarrasses him. And he walks away. So Jim gets the upper hand. Jim wins. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pam wins. Uh, yeah. Well, Jim, they're going to be married. He's going to get some windfall. Oh, yeah. So Michael, they go back into the office and Michael turns down the offer and says, can we talk again? So that Without telling them. Yeah, exactly. Like, so Charles and uh, David. David leave and Ryan and Pam are like, we're concerned. Like, what? They're like, why would you do this, Michael? And Ryan's like, you just cost me $60,000. It was all going to him. So, like, Michael, again, gets smart out of nowhere. And just out says, of nowhere. We need the jobs. You'd rather have a fishing pole than a fish, which yeah. is a nice adage. And, like, Pam agrees. So, like, it's not about the... They need the jobs, jobs not safer. the money. yeah. So they call them back in, and Mike wants his old job, and Pam is a salesman. And then he's, he wants Ryan back as a salesman. And, and David, David's like, no. He cost us hundreds of thousands of... Like, Wallace he frauded freaks, the company. Wallace freaks the fuck out. But Michael's standing by it and won't back down. He tells him that if they don't accept this, he'll just keep starting paper companies mm-hmm. and he'll keep doing it. He I has, have no shortage of names. Yeah. Michael, that's one of them. Yeah, but Wallace says Michael. He goes, that's one. And uh, he basically says, these are my demands. And Wallace accepts them. Even though it's a multi-million dollar buyout, essentially, with everything that's involved. Like yeah. the salaries, the insurance. Social security, everything. Taxes, everything. And he's like, and dental this time, which we know is important because he has a monthly... He has a standing appointment with his dentist monthly. Soft teeth. Yep. So Wallace and Charles leave, and they close the blinds and celebrate. Mm-hmm. So the closing is like Michael does a talking head. I didn't even like listen to what he said. I didn't <laughs> care. I was just watching because like him, like Ryan and Pam bust open champagne. Yeah. They t- he takes the sign off the door for the Michael Scott Paper Company. A Korean woman is sitting alone in the parked van. Oh my god. And Charles is going leaving, ready to say goodbye to everybody. And Michael does what he did to him. He stops yeah. and goes, nope. You're done here. You're done. And well, Charles- that was one of the advance was he's like, Charles is gone. Yep. And David's like, I'm not firing Charles, Michael. And of course, Charles kisses his ass. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Oh, okay, he's the worst. He's like the most loathsome character on this show. Yeah. So, and that's the episode. Yeah. Um, I kind of flew through it, but like, it was pretty much cut and dry. It was just the them... Kind of going through the motion or uh, mm-hmm. the process of selling the company and finding out they're broke. Yeah, there was really no plan part B of this episode, was there? Now that I'm looking at it, I guess Jim and Dwight a little bit, but like that, yeah. they were part of the 
the meeting. So yeah. Um, overall, it was just a one track episode. What did you give it? I gave this a four point four, and I Oof. gave it that because this is the first time in a while. That like the episode just felt like it was so it was entertaining it was funny it was focused it had great one liners and it, it like it didn't feel like I sat there for twenty minutes to watch it it kind of flew by it was entertaining as fuck I gave it three point six okay because I, I, it was a good closer for it, this was the uh, return of the Jedi of the Michael Scott Paper <laughs> Company saga essentially um, the next episode will be I guess Rogue One I don't know what you want. what's a what's a good one. I wouldn't say Force Awakens. No. Is there one between them? Solo? No, because Solo, Solo's in the original trilogy. Yeah, but the, like there was the prequel Solo. This is, no, it's not a prequel. It's like the Fallout. Well, then Rogue One. I guess. But that's a prequel. No, that's a well. prequel too, so I don't, I'm trying to think. I guess there's not one. The Clone Wars. I don't know. Isn't that a TV show? Oh. All right. Anyway, we'll get to it. It's, it's the epilogue. Okay. Yeah. We'll just call it the epilogue the next episode. But this one, it was very focused. It was just like, we're going to talk, we're going to wrap this motherfucker up and that's it. And I laughed at the Korean yeah. church van because it hit very close to home for me. Yeah. <laughs> for reasons <laughs> that I won't elucidate. I, I think that's the word, elucidate. Oh. But um, that was hilarious. The Jim, the Jim and Dwight bickering is oh, always awesome. Good. Especially because Jim knows how to get Dwight off track. Yep. He knows that it's all about the pride because Dwight's like, I did solve cases. Like, yep. he has to prove himself. And... Uh, yeah, it was just good. And David Wallace as the incredulous straight man is always money. So I love David and Wallace. And Charles Minor is gone, so that's good too. <laughs> but uh, there was really no B plot, and but you know what though, honestly, it I was okay with it. It was. I'll tell you this: it worked better than Dinner Party with no B plot. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of that horse until why. we're done with this series. I don't know why. <laughs> because I, you really have something against that episode because everybody loves it. No, you I'm not being it. contrarian about it. I That's do, the thing. I think you are. No, it's that's just the experience of watching. It. Like you even said, this one flew by. Oops. Oops. This one flew by. It it was entertaining. I don't know. I I laughed. Probably not as much as I have with other episodes. I feel like season five is kind of petering out a little bit. What about you? Yeah, but again, I think that this has something like it's longer than every other season. There had to have. Been I feel a like reason. this should have been the finale, and that's. I mean, it's possible that because this wrapped up like the whole thing ended. Like they could have or extended. I mean, and they like, could have carried over because, like, you're like, oh, well, what about the aftermath? Like them going back and that. That's how you start season six. Yeah, I would. I think that would have been fine. But that's what I mean is I think that may it like may have been something that the season got extended on a like. Yeah. Shorter notice. I get it. But, like, this is, like, a high note. Like, Michael, best corporate. Yeah. Pam is, like, a salesman. She's, like, not a secretary anymore. She's going to be a salesman. Ryan is, like, back in the saddle. Jim is happy. Like, yeah. this seemed like a high note. Charles is gone. It's like they defeated the villain. You know, like, <laughs> it just seems like this would have been a very high note to go out on yeah. season five. And I would have been totally cool with it. But if they extended... Well, no, Michael, I'm not saying... No, no, I, no, I know it's I'm not s- the writer's fault. I know it's, no, like, no, the No, 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 I'm saying, but if there was three more episodes of Michael Scott Paper Company, I think we would have said it was dragged out, it was beating a dead horse. No, that's horse. why it was perfect timing. Yeah. It was good timing. Like, they, they did it all, like, what was this, a five, six episode arc? I think so, yeah. And it was very well done, and it, like, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, it built logically over everything that happened to Michael in season five. Yeah. From the Holly thing, to the foreign trip to Win- Winnipeg, like, the lonely Valentine's Day, the disrespect by Wallace. Like, it all built up. Like, this was yeah. well-crafted, well-written uh, television. Yeah. Overall, I think. 
But uh, do, anything else you want to talk about here? No, I'm good. That's it for this one? Yeah. All right. So we'll be back in a second after a musical interlude with episode 26, Casual Friday. And we'll be right back. And we're back. Which one was that? That was Hulk Hogan's Real American. Oh, I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. And you got to do the pose routine. Yeah. I figured I'd do something different this week. Nice. Last week was college football. So now, before we go into season five, episode 26, Casual Friday... Mary, why don't you put us over? Tell Absolutely. everybody where they can find us and how to share us and whatnot. Absolutely. Hey, guys, you guys can always hit us up on Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. We lo- always love to share our favorite screen grabs from each episode each week. Um, Kevin and I are always putting nonsense up there, so go ahead and give us a follow again on Twitter. That's at Brosis Podcast. If you do want to send us an email with a long form, uh, let us know whatever your thoughts, questions, concerns, yes. theories are. Tell Kevin he's wrong about dinner party again. <laughs> you can email us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. You can always find us over on the Jenny position um, feed and check out all the other podcasts over there. They're all, it's a good time, actually. It's, it's a really, good time. It's a good it's time. It's really fun over there. But um, you can also find us on almost every place that you can find podcasts. Um, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Anchor, um, Spotify. So check us out. Share us with your friends if you enjoy what you hear. Yeah, share us on Facebook, on Twitter, through text, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Tell people about us if you enjoy us. Uh, the more the merrier. We would love to grow our base, if you Absolutely. will. We love our base, but we'd love it to grow. Absolutely. <laughs> so, But we want to give big ups to our listeners. We know that everybody's going through, I mean, a tough time for the most part throughout the country with various... Uh, what do you call it? quarantines and whatnot? I, yeah, it's shelter at home, shelter at home, and all like that. that. So, I mean, we're hoping that we can give you guys something to, uh, you know, relax, pass the, time. pass the time, give you a few chuckles if we can. Uh, I mean, listen, like I, I mean, I've talked about it before. I work from home, and I usually don't mind staying home until I'm told I need to stay home. That <laughs> yeah, gets stuck in people's craw. Yeah, let's be so honest. So the the struggle is real. I totally understand it. So yeah. let's just hope that you guys can get a few laughs and. Pass an hour or so by. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> now that that's out of the way, let's go into Season 5, Episode 26. Bear, this is on you. All right, guys. Casual Friday starts with a cold open, and almost every Office fan knows Kevin's famous chili. I've never seen this, <gasps> but I have seen it on everybody's fucking Facebook, <laughs> every fucking Twitter page. There's I've... even, like, baby costumes. Is that? Wait. Oh, my God, yeah. Tubs of chili? Yes. <laughs> this is, like, re- it's one of those things that, like, it's weird because like it was built up as like this epic like moment mm-hmm. like Kevin with the chili because like I've seen it like I yeah. said but it's only like twenty seconds it long is. and it's just like sad it <laughs> is so Kevin's walking into the building with this massive pot and he explains that once a year he brings in his famous chili he takes such good care to do everything correct but then as he's walking in, you see that the elevator's out of order. So then he's struggling to carry this giant pot up the stairs. And he's overdubbing it, saying, like, the trick is to undercook the onions. Everybody's going to get to know each other in the pot. <laughs> As he's explaining how serious he is about this chili, he drops it right in front of the reception desk. He's panicking. Well, he's still doing the voiceover. He's while, all alone, too. Oh, yeah. Nobody's nobody in the, he got there, there early. 
And uh, he's panicking. He's grabbing shit off desk, trying to scoop it back into the pot. But his voiceover is so relaxing. He's like, I'm up the night before, pressing garlic, dicing whole onions. I toast my own ancho chilies. He's like, again, he's just scooping this chili back into the pot. And he's like, it's a Malone family recipe passed down for generations. It's probably the thing I do best. And at that point, he's, he's swimming. He's literally swimming in the chili, yeah. trying to like get everything into the pot. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's so sad. <laughs> it's it's the thing I do best, and I still fuck it up. <laughs> so now, uh, we have our... Op- that's the cold open. We yeah. have the show proper. Pam and Ryan walk into the office... With a circular paper with a question mark It's like on a it. hula hoop that has paper in it. Literally, with yeah. With a question mark. And, he, like, Michael's doing a voiceover saying, like, Who was gone but is now returned? It's your favorite. And then he, like, breaks through. But, like, Pam and Ryan are like, Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? it it's, like, cringy. <laughs> and Michael struggles to break Pam, through I want to say, Pam's dressed like a soccer mom in a way. Like... What She's not say? dressed like a normal, like, 30 Woman her age. She's yeah. dressed like our mom. She's dressed like a 50-year-old. Yeah, she's wearing, like, these... They're not even capris. They're what not. They? They're, like, high-water khakis. <laughs> uh, a picnic a sh- shirt. Like a, a shawl? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, she's got, like, a, a cardigan or something on. Ew. She's definitely... It's not age-appropriate, no. if that makes sense. And it, we find that out later in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but... I hated this outfit yeah, from the moment you see it's it. It's pretty garish. It is. Um... <laughs> So now Michael comes in and he's like, I'm back. Me and Pam and Ryan are back. He burps through like Porky Pig through the drum at oh the beginning God. of Looney Tunes. Yep. I think that might have been what he was going I for. I think it was. Uh. Um, so then he calls a conference room meeting. So he announces, he's like, welcome back to me, Ryan and Pam. Also, welcome back to Casual Friday. And Michael's like, you know, I'm going to let you guys take control of the meeting. Whatever you guys want to say. <laughs> and Angela's like, I think it's inappropriate how people are dressed. And he's like, don't care, take it up with Toby. (laughs) Like, already shirking his duties. Mm -hmm. Um, And Michael's like, no, um, you know, if you want to apologize for not following me. He's trying to bait them very, uh, well, I don't even know, it's ham-fisted, it's ham-fisted. Like, he's just like, is there something you want to say to me? Um, Maybe not that, you you know, you're totally wrong. Yeah. He's just milking He wants them to apologize. Yeah. So then Aaron, the new receptionist, says, do I still have a job? And he goes, doesn't matter. (laughs) And everybody's like, Michael, that's not fair. (laughs) She deserves the right to know if she has a job or not. And Michael's like, yes, because Pam and Ryan are now salespeople. Everyone is pissed. They're like, wait a second. No, no, no. We bought you out. That means we get our customers back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, nope, you lost those clients. So Pam and Ryan are keeping them. So now here we are back in the office. Ryan sits down at the desk across from Meredith. And she looks at him and goes, don't fall in love with me, kid. It's gross. And he's just like, what the fuck? It escalates. So then um, (laughs) Pam and Phyllis are in the kitchen. And they're in the same deplorable outfit. Yes, like this purple <clears throat> flannel or something. I don't even it's know. It's like a purple picnic basket like blanket pattern. Like a checker. Yeah. Purple checker, yeah. <clears throat> and they have like those the shawl but covers. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's not like a cardigan. It's like, it's like a I'm just barely gonna touch like come over your shoulders. It's like how rich people wear coats without using the yes. sleeves. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like um, I, I imagine that's how like Belloc and Indiana Jones wore his coat. Like something like that. <laughs> 
So now Phyllis and Pam were like, oh, we saw it at the mannequin at Boscov's at the Steamtown Mall. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) she became Charlie Brown's teacher. (laughs) So then Phyllis says something like, oh, yeah, I just wish I had more time. And she's like, what? And she's like, isn't that what you told my clients when you stole them from me? That I didn't have enough time for them? Oh, God. And Pam's just like, Phyllis, no, I, uh," and she goes, close your mouth, honey. You look like a trout. That's like Phyllis's I've never heard of that. And I was like, that's amazing. Never heard that before. Not before her. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a thing. I love it. And that's like Phyllis's thing, though, the the honey or sweetheart like she did with Karen. You know, you got a lot to learn about this town, honey. Yeah. Or sweetheart, or whatever she said. Like, that's Phyllis's, like, passive-aggressive Oh, demeanor. hell yeah, it yeah. is. So, um, then Angela's in the, in the back in the annex talking to Toby about Oscar-wearing sandals. <laughs> and she says, he looks like he just got off the boat. What's that mean? I didn't know how to take that quote. Like, does that mean, like, an immigrant? I, I, that's how I took that's it. That's how I took it. Because she did report him to the INS yeah. in the past episode. <laughs> that's but what I, I mean. I'm like, I wouldn't put it past Angela. It's just like a weird thing. Like, he's wearing sandals. Because she didn't say just got off a boat. She said just got off the boat. Yeah, but, like, sandals? I don't know. That's, like, something I never pieced together. Because, nope. like, like, I'm watching it. I'm, like, trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, yeah. huh. I like people in tropical climates. I guess. I, I, guess. I couldn't put it together. but So then Toby's like, just basically just don't look. Like, it's not a big deal. And she's like, oh, you're so educated and so trained to deal with a hysterical woman. <laughs> and uh, background on Toby. Yeah, no, he, this is so deep. He's like, uh, well, I was in the seminary for a year. And they show a picture of him. Like Friar Toby. Yeah. <laughs> With hair. <laughs> yeah, the, it's like black, though. <laughs> it's, it's like black and it's like a bold cut from the 90s. Very bizarre. Um, he says he was in the seminary for a year, but he left to have sex with a girl named Kathy, who he followed back to Scranton. Uh, he took the first job in HR he could find, and then she divorced me. So, no, I wouldn't say I have a passion for HR. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was fantastic. I love it. So now Michael um, is walking through the office. He delivers what I think is a Crystal Club Cola. Uh, it's an orange. Orange. Yep. To Ryan and a Fiji water, which is expensive water, to Pam. And Dwight sees this. Yeah, he's and like is immediately favorite. playing like, favorites. Fuck this. <laughs> so Dwight passes out memos to the salespeople and says, uh, basically, you need to heat... <laughs> My warning about the new file system. And Stanley's like, I am not changing the way I filed. He crumples it up. Um, And then Dwight says that he used invisible ink to put a code on there to meet in the warehouse immediately. He goes, don't ask me where where I got the invisible ink. Urine. It was urine. He immediately offers up. What the fuck? I didn't know urine could be used as an invisible ink. Was it deer urine he said? No, he just said urine. He just said urine. Okay. Yeah, just urine. I would be even more puzzled if he said deer urine. Because it's like, where did that come from? Did he use deer urine in a past episode? Possibly. Wasn't there a thing where it like smelled really bad and everybody was like, shit. And maybe that's another show. For some reason, I know that... That was another show. There's there's a show of something where people are spraying deer urine at stuff. No? You're not pulling a blank, huh? 
I'm pulling a blank, blank, but I also remember us talking about in high school the girl that got. Oh, you did that to that. You did that. No, I did not do that. Yeah, you put deer urine in her. I did not do that. That Another person did that. I can't believe we're related. Another person did that, and I heard the story. (laughs) Maybe that's what it was. Because I didn't. I didn't have a boyfriend in high school, so how how would she have cheated on my boy or cheated with my boyfriend? I'm just saying, like. It must have been we were talking about the office and you offered yeah, up that Yeah, because I was going to say, I remember that story. <laughs> Maybe, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, interrupting. So anyway, um, Dwight goes to the warehouse and nobody's there. So he calls up to Andy and he's like, Andy, where is everybody? And he's just like, well, what do you mean? Like, my files are now in reverse alphabetical order. <laughs> he and, actually read the memo. Yeah. And he's like, no, you need to get everybody in sales but Ryan and Pam to the warehouse. And Andy says something like, it's on like a prawn at dawn or something. Mm-hmm. And Dwight, <laughs> in like the best, I just love this moment because he's like, stop with that stupid rhyming crap. All right, God, the simplest thing. And he hangs up the phone and <laughs> like, it's just genius. Like, because he is always the one who is making things so much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And he found one person who does it to Exactly. Him. And it, it takes me back to Bob Vance going that jackass, the other <laughs> jackass, and the new jackass. I swear to God, I, could, I heard like our mother saying that. I, for like <laughs> God, back in the day thing. when we would do dumb shit around the house. Like I swear to God she said that. Probably. God damn it. Well, she would never say God damn it. No, she would just go, geez, the simplest thing. Yeah, our father would be like, son of a bitch, God damn it. He'd be like freaking out, his hair yeah, flying around. Ah! His eyes turned like emerald green with anger. He's <laughs> like the Hulk. He became the Hulk when he'd get he mad did. at us. So anyway, Dwight is down in the uh, warehouse riling everyone up about Ryan and Pam, saying that they're unqualified, they're getting special treatment, and that he's not convinced that Pam and Michael didn't have a thing while they were going on. <laughs> and Jim's like, um, can I rebut? Re- like, can I address that? that? And he goes, no, you're too close. <laughs> As the fiance of Pam. <laughs> so now Meredith just appears out of oh, nowhere. This is, the, this is the highlight of the episode. <laughs> and it he's really just is. like, what are you doing here? She goes, I don't know. I saw a crowd. I thought there was a dog fight or something. <laughs> <laughs> In a paper warehouse. <laughs> she just assumes there's a dog like, fight. I fucking died. And he's just like, get out of here. <laughs> and she just walks away. She just comes in for two seconds. It's genius. <laughs> it really was. So now Dwight tries to get them to do something about Ryan and Pam. And he's like, a coup or take Ryan hostage. And Jim's like, why don't we just talk to Michael directly? And Dwight's like, oh, yeah, Jim, I never thought about that. That's such a good idea. All right, everybody, let's uh, go back upstairs then. Jim walks like six feet away and and Dwight's like, all right, so this is what we're going (laughs) to do. And Jim's like, what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. he's still still right here. right here, dude. So then... He goes up into the office, and Pam, Ryan, and Michael are in his office, or in Michael's office, and Jim's like, hey, can I talk to you guys? And he goes, Michael Scott Paper Company only. Like, just feeding into the flames. They're looking at a collage that they yeah, made they of their time board. together. Yeah. And, I mean, in reality, it was, like, what, two weeks? I feel like it wasn't that long. No, <laughs> maybe a month. Yeah. Maybe. But um, they're reminiscing. And Jim's like, well, everybody's pretty upset because you're giving them special treatment from the Michael Scott Paper Company, and I think you really need to cool it. But Michael, like, won't accept it, and he says, mm. I'm not to be truffled with. <laughs> typical. Typical, but amazing. Mm. So then Jim goes into the break room, and he's buying a soda, 
And Creed is in there, and he's like, man, it's really crazy what's happening out there, right? Creed's eyes, man. <laughs> They've Their eyes that have seen the light. <laughs> yes. And Jim's like, I know, right? That's what I'm trying to like hang out in here. And he goes, do you want to play a game? And so Jim and Creed end up playing a game. They're going to have a game day. Yep. So then Sales, well, what I love, though, is that he, Creed's like, do you want to play a game? And Jim's like, I don't know how to get out of this, <laughs> yeah, so like, I guess so. He's in. So now Sales comes back up. It's Andy, Phyllis, Stanley, and Dwight. And Michael's like, oh, hey, where were you guys? And they claim to have been at lunch. And he asks them what they all got. And Stanley's like, oh, Mexican. Like, not even a dish. Just nope. Mexican. And Andy's like, I had a salmon, uh, salmon salad. Salmon salad. I was going to get a soda. But the waitress, her, na- her name was Flo with black hair, <laughs> talked me out of it. And I got a water, like... Way over in the details. <laughs> so then Michael's like, oh, well, since you guys already ate, you won't want the food that you brought in. So the three of them walk into the kitchen with the four of them following. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what is this? Andy, salmon. Mm. Mm. Stanley, potato salad. Dwight, is this a meat sandwich? <laughs> a meat sandwich. And, and Dwight goes, it's pony. Yeah. <laughs> After Michael bites into it, he's like, it's pony. <laughs> and it's huge. It's, it's like massive. It's like something Fred Flintstone would eat in the cartoons. <laughs> like, it's fucking... It's, it's like just, a foot long. Yeah, it's just this massive piece of meat on, like, normal bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> So now um, we see Toby walking out to Meredith's desk. Now, every time we've seen Meredith, though, she's had like a hoodie on. Uh, no, we just yeah. haven't seen her from the show. Because we, we only saw her when uh, Ryan sat across and from her. And she was wearing a hoodie. Was she? It just, yes. No, it just looked like a top. Nope, she and had a hoodie on. We only saw her from the shoulders up in the dogfighting yeah. thing. But when, uh, when her and Ryan were talking, she had like a hoodie on. Oh, okay. So... He asked to speak with Meredith private, privately, but her hoodie has now been removed, and you can see that she's basically wearing like a tube top dress. It's it's a strapless dress. It's like eighteen inches long. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. So, um, Toby explains that it's about her outfit, and as she stands up, you can see that it's very short and uh, very low. It's every it's. It's, it's basically following... It, it covers her nipples to her, like, Vag. vagina. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And, um... Nothing to the imagination. Nothing. And Toby's just like, can you just pull it down a touch? It's it's riding up a little high. And as she pulls it down, she's like, you all are a bunch of prudes. And her, she pulls it down, and her boob comes out. And Oscar, so calmly, is just like, Meredith, your boob is out. Yeah, her tit is, like, flopping out. It it's like she's, like, wearing, like, the Tarzan yeah. in one angle. Like, one tit's hanging out. And everybody just goes, <gasps> and she's like, fine. She pulls up her top, and then you just hear Kelly, who's dressed like baby fat model. Like a baby fat model. And um, she just goes, <gasps> Meredith, where are your panties? Yeah. And, and it's she's like, like, it's casual It's all day. pixelated. It like her, oh God. Her nether regions are all pixelated. And she goes, it's casual day. So apparently she doesn't wear panties on casual day. <laughs> um, and then she like walks over to the printer and bends over and everybody's just like, she oh bar- my God. And, to- and you just hear Angela going like, Toby. <laughs> and he just walks away. And it, it's. She doesn't even like bend over. It's just like she her badge is forward. literally hanging out. Yeah. Like she leaned forward like twenty degrees. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and like we we've talked about Kate Flannery before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she looks better today than she did at this point on the show. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Yeah, but she's like pasty and like <laughs> I she, love she like does this though. thing with her head where her chin disappears at times. She does, and she like turtles her head. <laughs> like she goes out of her way to make herself seem like the most way revolting, unappealing person yeah. in the world. She does, and it's amazing. I still never got to the bottom of that whole burn thing. <laughs> in the weight episode, weight loss. Yeah. Still haven't gotten to the bottom of that, but nope. like this this was like insane. This was crazy. <laughs> so now and Creed are still in the break room. They're playing chess. And he's like, You gotta make your move. And so Jim goes to make it and he goes, No, no, no. If you do this, I'm gonna do that. If you do this, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this if you do that. And then Jim goes, What if I do this? And he goes, You do not want to do that. Gris, apparently, Creed is like a chess grandmaster or whatever they call it. He's, apparently. He's like Bobby fucking Fisher. It's <laughs> hilarious. Wait, yeah. in real life? Or, no, well, oh, I'm saying oh. like on the show. Well, Creed Bratton is Creed Bratton. That's why I wasn't sure. No, okay. Creed, the character. Oh, okay. Is like this chess maven. Yep. But Jim's like, Yeah, I'm just hiding out here while everything, you know, blows comes. over. Yeah. And he's like, Playing games with Creed. It's almost like it's a dream I once I didn't, had. <laughs> I'd enjoy it. And he's winning. <laughs> so now Ryan... Okay, so we're going to split hairs, I feel like, on this one. We may. But Ryan is on the phone with a client, and you can hear he's apologizing for something. You can tell he's losing the client. Mm-hmm. And Dwight, like, runs over to him and tries to get him to give him the phone. He won't give it to him. Ryan's like, it's my fucking client, dude. Like, back off. And Dwight is literally yelling into the phone. Like berating him, yeah. Yeah. And then he finally wrestles the phone away from Ryan, and the guy's not there anymore. And he's like, Ryan, how could you lose him? He was my client of 10 years. And Stanley and Phyllis are like, yeah, like, why did you lose that? And he goes, who gave this boy a phone? <laughs> I wonder which one that was. And Pam was like, yeah, but you he lost it because you've been yelling at him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Dwight then says, you're a secretary, and you're a temp. <laughs> and he confiscates Ryan's phone. He just unplugs it and takes it with yeah. him. Yeah. Michael walks out, and he's like, no, I want you guys to shake hands. Ryan puts his hand out. Dwight outright refuses, like, and then avoids any contact <laughs> with him, him whatsoever. <laughs> and they're like, Dwight's like, no, we want our clients back, or else we'll leave and start our own phone or paper company. And he goes, the shrew... Bernard. Uh, Bernard, Lap and Vance, Stanley Paper <laughs> Company, because he doesn't know Stanley's last name is Hudson, apparently. <laughs> and Michael's like, you know what? That's great. I support you. Here's some seed money. Crumples up a dollar bill, throws it at Phyllis's face, throws it at Andy's face. And um, he's like, I want an apology. And Phyllis, like, Phyllis breaks it down she's like you know what you thought you were attacking corporate but we were the ones that got hurt you said we were family then you came after us and michael almost realizes like she invokes family and that's like huge but dwight was in the wrong oh totally 100 percent. okay yeah like yeah was ryan gonna lose the client probably but dwight could have just as easily called him and like i'm really sorry about that he may have lost the client because all the client heard was, ah, give me the phone! Ah! It's exactly. Just like, un- you know, unprofessional, inappropriate uh, Absolutely. yelling. Absolutely. So, Michael now wants to meet with sales, except for Ryan and Pam, and he goes to Dwight to set up a secret meeting. And Dwight's like, a secret meeting? I know nothing about that. And he's like, all right, Dwight, pull the bullshit. Like, stop it. 
So then we see Dwight writing memos out yet again (laughs) with a paintbrush. So we know he's using urine, and it's in Ryan's mug from Kelly's America's Got Talent (laughs) season finale party from last summer. You just see Ryan's face on a mug filled with pee-pee. Oh, God. Um, So now we go... No, Kelly and Aaron had a moment talking about their outfits, which, again, Kelly looks like she's a baby fat model. I don't know what baby fat is. Kimora Lee Simmons. Who? Okay. Um, You're really like... Sorry, I worked... Again, Marshall's sold baby fat. So it's kind of like... Um, how do I that say... That sounds insulting. I wouldn't want to wear anything that's called fat. No, it's pH fat. Oh, pretty hot and tempting. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say the... They, <laughs> they were like all the rage when the velour jumpsuits were around. When, in the wait, early when... 2000s. I was around in the early 2000s. Yes. I do not remember velour jumpsuits. Really? No, do do you have photos? Oh, yes. It's funny you said fat, because the first thing that came to mind, did you see the thing about Joe Biden a few weeks ago? No. When, like, a guy was, like, asking him a question about guns or something like that, and Biden goes, hey, fat. He called the guy fat. What? It was the funniest fucking thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God, they're all losing their minds. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. They're all mentally incapacitated. So this is baby fat. Okay, guys, I'm looking at photos right now on Mary's uh, sending me here, and, okay, so it's just... It's just clothes. It's just... It's just clothes, but... Like, oh yeah, I guess the hat, I can see where you're coming from with Kelly. Yeah. They all, like, they got the new newspaper boy hat kind of thing. It's like... Denim, denim dresses. Yeah. All right. That's what I mean when I say, like, baby fat outfits yeah. from the Well, Erin says she looks like J-Lo. Yeah, and she does. Yeah, like Jenny from the block yeah, type of deal. Yeah, but she's got, like, the gold body jewelry all over herself and everything. The boots are, like, creamy. White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gross. It doesn't go with the overalls. It's, it's gross. <laughs> it's just an ugly outfit. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, so there's that moment. And it, she's like, I can't believe Toby says that this isn't work appropriate. <laughs> and it's like body tight. It yeah, looks it's like tight. it's painted on. <laughs> so now Michael is apologizing to the staff. They're down in the warehouse. It's sales ex- minus Pam and Ryan. Is Jim there? I don't and think Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim's no, because Jim's playing chess with Creed. That's right. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, I brought you some white chocolate bark. And they're like, nobody likes that but you, Michael. And he goes, fine, what do you want? Your clients back? Fine, have them. And they're like, yeah, that's that's, that's really all we, all we want. wanted. And it backfires on him. And this is so irrelevant to I'm the- not even sure what he was appealing to. I don't either. <laughs> okay. I think he thought, like, like he- if I just apologize, they'll accept it. Yeah, I guess. But this doesn't even go with the entire scene, but it's just hilarious. All of a sudden... Palette of paper gets raised. <laughs> oh, and this moved, is great! This is awesome. And Daryl just goes, "What did I tell you about building forts in my warehouse, Mike? <laughs> like this is a regular occurrence." It's funny because like that moment, the moment with the dog fight, uh, <laughs> like Meredith's dress, like the funniest parts of this episode, it's the minor moments, are the very minor five second moments. Yeah, you know. So now Michael needs to choose because there's not enough clients for to keep him and Roy or Pam Whoa, and Roy. Hey. Pam and Ryan. Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. Pam and Ryan. So he needs to choose which one he's going to keep. So now Jim and Ryan Jim and Creed are playing Scrabble. And um Creed goes, I want to set you up with my daughter. And Jim says, Well, I'm engaged to Pam and he goes, I thought you were gay. <laughs> And Jim goes, then why would you want to set me up with your daughter? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> he's just all fucked. I love the the, the idea so that Creedian has a daughter. Right? <laughs> like he's so he mysterious. Lives by the quarry. <laughs> he's so mysterious. He has a daughter. Fucking love it. Oh my god. So now here we are. Michael walks in and he's like, Jim, I need to talk to you. And he's like, Oh, I'm in the middle of a game. 
He takes all of the Scrabble tiles that Jim has and just puts them on the board. What do they say? I didn't look that No closely. scrub. No scrub? No scrub. <laughs> I noticed that. I was that's like, holy amazing. shit, that's funny. That is amazing. And then um, Creed goes, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Jim's legitimate play. <laughs> but um, so now Michael is asking for Jim's input on who to choose. And Jim's like, well, I might be a little biased. And he's like, well, Ryan, or like, Michael is saying things about Ryan, and Jim's like... He likes like, his hair. Yeah, he likes his hair, and Jim's like, he's never made a sale. He goes, I feel like you're being a little biased. He goes, fine. Um, he's environmentally conscious, because his mom drives him to work every day. <laughs> and he goes, I feel like you're not saying anything bad about Pam. And Jim says, well, I won't. Good boyfriend. <laughs> he's like, I won't be. And he goes, well, then I, I don't think I can trust your opinion. I'm going to have to go with Ryan. And he goes... Fine. Um, oh, because um, Michael says that she has a weird voice. He goes, that's not a weird voice. And Even so, though Mary does the... Her, 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 Pam. <laughs> so um, he goes, fine. At times, when she is tired, she can be a little shrill. Mm-hmm. But that's not a weird voice. <laughs> and um, he's like, honey... <laughs> Take out the garbage. Like, like it was nails on a chalkboard. And Jim just leaves. And Michael's like, oh. Yeah, it's over. Okay. So now everybody is ganging up on Toby in the annex. Andy's like, you have no idea what fashion is. And Andy's you, dressed up like a fucking high schooler. He looks like he's going golfing, I thought. Uh, he's I got like no, a t-shirt with shorts. those plaid shorts. Like Abercrombie shorts. Yeah. And, um... Whatchamacallit. So he call he tells Toby he has no idea what fashion is and that he looks like an and I quote, amorphous blob of khaki. <laughs> and it which is. he does. Yeah. He's wearing khaki pants and a khaki Costa Rica hoodie. <laughs> it's, so it's ridiculous. But I do love that Dwight's idea of casual Friday is a suit without the tie. Yeah, he just popped the collar. Yeah. And um, so Dwight's like, I'm taking over this meeting. You're not man enough to handle it. Earth tones only. Women are forbidden to wear pants. And Toby's like, no. You know what? Stop this. Enough. Casual Fridays are canceled. His voice is like breaking and shit. And everybody's like, what? Mm -hmm. So now Ryan is leaving Pam's office. Michael's office. Oh, Michael's office. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're all over today, man. We really are. We're, we'll be good on the next step. I hope so. <laughs> Sorry if this is super confusing yeah, for you guys. This one's going to be a train wreck. So uh, Ryan leaves Michael's office, and Michael calls Pam in, and he's like, I gave the job to Ryan. And Pam's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I understand. And then he, like... He's he's got his arms crossed and he starts breaking. And she's like, Michael. And he's like, you got it. You got it. And um, she's like, oh my God, I got the job. I got the job. And Michael's like, this is so much fun. Send Aaron in, or send the receptionist in next. What's her name? And he goes, Aaron. So now Aaron walks in and Michael says, well, Aaron, uh, nobody likes you and you're fired. And then he fake calls Hank to come and escort her out. And she's like, but, um. I can just go. I can just go. You don't need to do that. that." And he's like, he starts breaking again. And then she starts laughing. And she's like, I'm not really fired, right? And he goes, no, no, you're not. You're fine. Blah, blah, blah. And um, 
that's the episode. I also love when Pam's leaving. He goes, "Yeah, Ryan. Ryan didn't think it was funny when I when I offered or, it to him and yeah, took it away. Yeah. yeah, she's like, you should probably stop fake firing people, which I think goes back to the first episode. Yeah, because uh, he series. does. Yeah, yeah, with the layoffs. Yeah. So this one, what'd you give it? I gave it three point seven. I gave it a 3.2. Okay. I said it had its moments. It had its moments, but they were small. I, I did love the Jim and Creed stuff and the casual Friday stuff. Like Meredith and the boob and then the hoochie. Oh, my God. But then everything else kind of fell flat. Like yeah. the salesmen totally. wanting their stuff well, back. that felt like a rehash of... Yeah. Because how many times has Dwight tried a coup? I mean, there was an episode called The Fucking Coop. Yeah. And he even uses that word in this episode. And then, like, the fake firing at the end, that's, like, four minutes of something that we saw in the first episode of the series. I think, I, I don't even, like, I may have been in a bad mood when I watched it, but that was only the second time. The first time I was in a good mood. <laughs> but, uh, like, when I did watch it, I was just, like, all I kept thinking of was, I've seen this. Yeah. Like, and this is something that's happened in episodes recently where I feel like they're reheating old ideas. To an extent, like, it's not, like, carbon copy or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. But, like, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I feel like this is familiar. Okay. And it's not new, in a way. Because, like, Dwight mutinying on Michael. I even think the word mutiny was used in that episode. <laughs> and, and Jim, of course, is the guy who's warning him. Like, hey, yeah. Dwight's coming, you know. It just... It, it just fell it flat, had a like you said. different back... It had a different reason for Different it, reason, though. but same, like, playbook. Same, same, but different... Yeah. But uh, the the shit with like Meredith was money. She was the MVP of this episode. She really was. Followed up by Toby. There's a dog fight or something. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> and like the thing with Daryl, like it was good. And like you could tell, like Michael hasn't learned anything. Mm-hmm. This is where, like, I, again, like last episode, we get like lucid Michael Scott, who knows business, who knows hardball, who knows like how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. And then it's this guy who's just like. No, nah, I'm going to show favoritism. Like, he does everything wrong. And yeah. it's like, this is so weird. Like, this character is, it, it's like I've said in the past, it's either the most complex character ever or, like, the most just, like, psychopathic, batshit crazy character <laughs> ever. Like, where there is no sense to it. Yeah. Almost like the Joker, you know? But, what, you got anything you want to talk about? No, that was it, man. How That's about you? you? Wow, not much to talk about in that one. You just, like just kind of rehashed it. Well, like, like I said, I mean, everything else kind of fell flat. Yeah. I liked the gym moments. I liked... Uh, and the casual Friday stuff hated Pam and Phyllis's outfit. <laughs> it was hideous. Hated like I am it. not a czar of fashion, but like that. I'm not a czar of productivity I either. Just, <laughs> I just saw it and I was just like, ugh. Yeah, no, it Come was on, not, you're it's 30. not flattering for you're, a thirty year old. You're supposed to be thirty, and like Jim's like out there looking like a J Crew model. Well, and normally she does have like the pencil skirts and the cardigan, mm-hmm. cardigans, cardigans, the cardigans. Well, she's like hipster cute. Yeah. In these episodes. And then this one's just like, wow, did you get the orange slices for soccer practice, mom? <laughs> it's horrible. Well, like, even she has, like, her power suits that she was wearing to Michael oh, Scott Paper right. yeah. Company. Yeah. Like, she was like Karen. Yeah. <laughs> and then she wore that. <laughs> like, if I was Jim, I would be like, where the fuck did you buy that? Yeah, like, you're, you're questioning. Go return it. Like, I don't you know, want to marry that. Karen never dressed like that. Did oh, Roy like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> it becomes a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for that one. We, uh, mid-range episode. Yeah. It was acceptable. Yeah. Perfectly acceptable entertainment. Absolutely. Now, right. next week. What do we got? We've got 27, Cafe Disco. Okay. And then episode 28, Company Picnic, which is the season finale. We're wrapping up season five. Yes. Which, in ways, seemed like forever. 
And yes. in a way, it's also kind of flew by with the way we're recording these. Yeah. So it's like, oh, all right. It's a little happy medium. But we're, I can't wait to do this. I'm really excited to close out season five. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to move on to season six. Um, yeah. That's all I got to yeah. say about that. So, guys, remember, you can always listen to us on basically anywhere that podcasts are available. Spotify, Google, uh, iTunes. Anchor, Podbean, all those good places. Like the Jenny Position feed where you can listen to other podcasts like Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Journey Through Infinity, and a lot more. So just share the show around. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can find us on our social media, get in touch with us, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>